All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, I've been working. I've had Saturday off. I've been on four off yesterday. Just got off tonight. Um. Um. And anyway, this is from the Holy Bible of the from the ancient Eastern text. I'm rereading through like the New Testament, and uh, so Matthew chapter twenty one. This. Uh, to me, goes with Psalms 8, Psalm 8, I'm sorry, but uh, this is just a very simple reading. Like I said, there are very little references to other verses because this is, it's just a lot more simple and makes a lot more sense. So anyway, uh, Matthew, St. Matthew chapter 21, it says, when he drew near to Jerusalem, he Well, I'm going to, I'll just read the last couple verses um, of chapter 20, uh, verse 32. It says, and Jesus stopped and called them and he said, what do you wish for me to do for you? They said to him, our Lord, that our eyes may be opened. And Jesus had mercy upon them. So he touched their eyes and immediately their eyes were opened and they followed him. Chapter 21 it says, when he drew near to Jerusalem, he came to Bethphage on the side of the Mount of Olives. Jesus then sent to two of his disciples, and he said to them, go to that village which is in front of you, and straightway you will find an ass which is tied up in a colt with her. Unite them and bring them to me. And if any man should say anything to you, tell him, our Lord needs them, and he will immediately send them here. All this happened so that what was said by the prophet might be fulfilled, saying, tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you, meek and riding upon an ass, upon a colt, the foal of an ass, F-O-A-L. And... In another book by the same guy, George Lamsa, he has a little definition of writing on an ass, Matthew 21, 5. It says, humble and meek. And it says, but upon a coal, upon a colt, the foal of an ass. And this is, this is verse 6. And the disciples went and did as Jesus had commanded them. And they brought the ass and the colt, and they put their garments on the colt. And Jesus rode on it. And a great many people spread their garments on the road. And the others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the people who were going before him and coming after him were shouting and saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up and they were saying, who is this man? And the people were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of, in Galilee. And Jesus entered into the temple of God and drove out all who were buying and selling in the temple. And he overturned the trays of the money changers and the stands of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, 
My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a bandit's cave. And in the temple they brought to him the blind and the lame, and he healed them. But when the high priest and the Pharisees saw the wonders that he did, and the boys crying aloud in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were displeased. And they said to him, Do you hear what they are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read from the mouths of infants and little children? You have composed a song. And he left them and went outside of the city to Bethany and lodged there. In the morning as he returned to the city, he became angry. And he saw a fig tree on the roadside, and he came to it and found nothing on it except leaves. And he said to it, Let there be no fruit on you again forever. And shortly the fig tree withered. When the disciples saw it, they were amazed and said, How is it that the fig tree was withered so soon? Jesus answered, saying to them, Truly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will perform you will perform a deed not only like this of the fig tree, but should you say even to this mountain, be removed and fall into the sea, it shall be done. And there's another reference to this in a different book. It says, of removing mountains, Matthew 21, 21, it says, overcoming seemingly unsurmountable difficulties and problems. That's what that phrase means. Uh, and going on verse 22 it says and everything that you will ask in prayer believing you shall receive when Jesus came to the temple the high priest and the elders of the people came up to him while he was teaching and said to him by what authority do you do these things and who gave you this authority Jesus answering said to them I will also ask you a question and if you answer me I will then tell you by what authority I do these things. Whence is the baptism of John? Is it from heaven or from men? And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we should say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then do you not believe in him? And if you should say from men, we are afraid of the people, for all of them regard John as a prophet. So they answered, saying to him, We do not know. Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you what authority I do these things. What do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first one, said to him, My son, go and work today in the vineyard. He answered, saying, I don't want to. But later he regretted and went. And he came to the other one, spoke to him likewise, and he answered, saying, here am I, my Lord, and yet he did not go. Which of these two did the will of his father? They said to him, the first one. Jesus said to them, Truly, I say to you that even the tax, collect tax collectors and harlots will precede you into the kingdom of God. And I'm sure the two sons, this is my free text here. I'm sure the two sons were Cain and Abel. Um, so anyway, verse 32, for John came to you. Well, hold on, scratch that. 
this could talk, be talking about the prophets. John was the prophet that was beheaded and he was the last prophet next to Jesus. So anyway, verse 32, for John came to you in the way of righteousness and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and harlots believed him. But you, even you, even though you saw it, did not repent so that later you may believe him. It says in verse 33, here another parable. There was a man who was a householder and he planted a vineyard and fenced it. And he dug in it a wine press and built a tower. And then he leased it to laborers and went away on a journey. And when the fruit season was at hand, he sent his servants to the laborers that they might send him some of the fruits of his vineyard. And the laborers seized his servants. And some were beaten, and some were stoned, and some were killed. Again he sent other servants, many more than the first, and they did likewise to them. At last he sent his son to them, saying, They might feel ashamed before my son. But when the laborers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and retain his inheritance. So they seized him and took him out of the vineyard and killed him. When, therefore, the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those laborers? They said to him, He will destroy them savagely and lease his vineyard to other laborers who will give him fruits in their seasons. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scripture, The stone which the builders rejected, the same became the cornerstone. This was from the Lord, and it is a marvel in our eyes. Therefore I say to you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and will be given to a people who bear fruits. And whoever falls on this stone will be broken, and whomever it falls upon it will destroy. When the high priests and Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking against them. So they wanted to arrest him, but they were afraid of the people because they regarded him as a prophet. That's the end of chapter 21. Now I'm going to let's scooch over to Psalms 8. Psalm 8, I'm sorry. It says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Thou hast set thy glory upon the heavens. Out of the mouth of young men and infants hast thou established thy glory because of thine enemies, that thou mightest destroy the enemy and the avenger. For thy heavens have seen the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast clothed him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yeah, and the beast of the wilderness, the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea, which pass through the paths of the seas, our Lord, I'm sorry, verse 9, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. And that's it for tonight. <laughs>